0: Paula Vale here, host of Finding Your Joy on KKNW. I want to give a special thanks today to Tacoma Mall Massage, located in Tacoma, Washington. I love that I can go into the Tacoma Mall whenever I'd like and without an appointment go to the Tacoma Mall kiosk and get a 10, 20, 30 minute or longer massage with one of their awesome therapists. And they are family owned and operated, I love that. So everyone go check it out. The kiosk is located in the mall outside Sears. For more information, go to www.tacomamallmassage.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to part two with rob leonetti we just previously had an awesome show with rob and he's going to continue his amazing wisdom and insight and just inspiration and fun so uh let's jump back in rob uh go ahead if if we have new listeners here go ahead and, and give them a brief description of what we did in part one and let's just continue on with this fun.
1: Sure. Sounds sounds awesome. It's been so fun. Um, okay, so to recap part one, uh, we spoke about our workings of our biology, in particular our brain, its evolutionary relationship to processing stress, and its effect on decision making. So we're talking about choice. We're talking about how eventually we make a choice and everything that goes into that, us, our mind, all the circumstances in and around us, and then that crucial moment where choice lives between the stimuli and the decision. That little space means everything. We went into kind of fight or flight and how processes meant to protect us actually could throw us off the, off the path. Like, there's no saber tooth tigers anymore, so my adrenal glands should chill out when my boss sends me a note that I have to do a report. It's not life or death, but, you know, I'm made the way I'm made, so we have to appreciate that as well. Um, so we have these protection mechanisms, and we can get stuck by them. We could... Have that paralysis through analysis we could disengage from life if it happens too often and we can't recognize it and work through it we can fall into depression inaction all these things that basically keep you stuck uh, in life now we can uh, if we go outside and take a look at some external examples we talked about internal if we look at modern societal Stress and how that can alter your whole worldview, um, and then we'll look at some of the steps we could do to reduce stress. So let's get to the good part: first awareness, and then management. So we'll we'll take a look at how to get back uh, to our authentic selves through some, you know, techniques and and processes that anyone could do. So again. First, we spoke about inside and how we process things and where that comes from. Uh, That's all internal, but what about externally now? So you can go along feeling fantastic, but what happens when you get a curveball from anything other than yourself? This is where people kind of get rocked back and forth with this external stimuli, and especially in today's day and age, where there's digital overload and social media it's it's crazed and everyone thinks they just have to keep up with the joneses to survive in this world and there's too 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 much pressure to even begin to do that it takes a toll on young people so i mean we try to keep a best face. we try to keep up our fantastic appearances and uh and nobody really sees the rest so i kind of call us a living embodiment of uh like an iceberg you people see the tip they see nothing wrong and put together and public persona uh but in private there's everything else that makes us else and uh, ourselves and there's there's it's it's universal so that's where the warts and all are makes up the rest of, of us including the stress we bear and anxiety, work pressure, relationship challenges, usually all of this happening at once, you know, you fill in the blank to your own situation. And generally speaking, there's a lot of bariness us all at once. Uh, the weight of the world feels like it's bearing on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. And with all of this building like a volcano, um, how can you possibly think straight and, and make a, make, make good decisions out of this internal chaos of your, uh, of your internal self. It's, it's, it's really, it's really so difficult. That's why, you know, and even that puts pressure on yourself, which is just insult to injury. It's just so not fair, but such a, such a knee jerk reaction that we all have. So, I mean, insert compassionate side note here, knowing all this, um, I always try and take a pause and remember to make my best effort, sometimes really hard, I'm um, no saint, um, to take the high road, Paula. When dealing with someone you might feel could be acting difficult or cooperative, mm-hmm. you know, just not the way you think they should act, which is a little pompous anyway, but if they're really outwardly having a, a hard time and are agitated, um, take the high road. Try try it, because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what led them to that moment of interaction with you. I mean, it's easy to snap to judgment and immediately crucify someone for snarky behavior. Uh, But, you know, think about it in the opposite. If you're having a bad day, how great is your, well, Paula Bell, the exception to this rule, never seen you with uh, any but a smile but for the rest of us humans uh, who who bear uh, some difficulty now and again uh, you take that take the high road and you know what it's an act of kindness and they have a way of returning when you least expect it usually when you most need it so you can kind of give that a shot uh, I think is a is a good recommendation Um, I hope everybody who's listening right now, Paula, is just doing amazingly, and they don't have these daily stresses, and they don't have difficulties that, you know, create overbearing uh, problems, but it's really not real, it's not so realistic to think that there's 100% immunity to stress, Um, but we can learn to manage our relationship with it, and take some preventative measures to combat uh, what it could do to us, which is there's a lot of unpleasantness, uh, and I spoke about that in my last uh, in my last chat with you. Um, you want to curb chronic stress. You want to maintain a general baseline of calm and relaxation. You know, maybe some mild uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction practices. Um, you know, so you don't get thrown so far out of whack in high-stress situations. Um, you know, Maya, Maya Angelou said, it starts with awareness, and the more you know. Um, understanding this, again, that that's the purpose I'm trying to instill, is understanding where some of this behavior comes from, and it's not to overthink it or question everything. It's Just to give a sense that you are much more in control than you could possibly fathom. In fact, you are 100% in control and never let anyone else, um, make you feel, uh, anything you don't want to feel in that way. You're really giving permission and you don't need to do that. You're worth much more than that. Um, so when it comes to managing the stress, uh, I like to just keep a couple of basic techniques handy. Um, I like to take a walk. Um, I like to take a walk in, you know, nature. Um, the Japanese call it forest bathing, and that is going
0: That's out. like nice that. And-
1: yeah, I know. Isn't that great? Um, forest yeah. bathing. Taking a walk, experiencing nature. Of course, in this case, they were probably in the forest. But I do love, uh, I do love the forest and, and nature uh, in that regard. Um, and that releases dopamine; it makes you feel good. It's amazing what a change of scenery does. I know when when I'm having a, uh, a difficult day, just getting out of the environment that created or at least as a part of association, right, of that experience. Do you find that taking a pause and and changing your scenery helps in your overall perspective for the day?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And myself, a big big thing for me is if I'm struggling or having a challenging day, I'll sit Uh back and think of what I'm grateful for what I have to be grateful for, what memories I cherish, or what things and people in my life I cherish. And that can really help me let go of, okay, this isn't right, or this I wanted to have happen, it didn't, whatever the challenge may be, if I sit back and look at what I'm grateful for in my life, it, it, it does really make a change. Yeah, it makes a shift.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome, and uh, and that that's one. What's one of my key uh, go tos is to change scenery, to breathe, yes. to have mindfulness breathing from your diaphragm, where it affects your entire kind of physiology and calms things down. Um, I'm a big meditator. You you have to be a big meditator. Am I wrong in that? Yeah yeah
0: love looking yeah. at the sunset love stopping a moment and just looking at the clouds clouds can be so beautiful little things like that
1: that's right right and you know the more we go into those meditative states and they don't have to be an hour of om and and uh you know karmic type of deep deep practice just going into your happy place, it will rewire your brain, it will actually loosen the connections of some particular pathways in your brain that are stress related. So when you during meditation, you could actually watch your anxiety rise and fall, and becoming ensnared in the story that created it and you you want to notice that and loosen that connection that is a pattern in your mind so you want to interrupt the pattern and it will change if you practice it enough it will change so the stressors in your life will not take on the level of of meaning and effect on you that they did it really really works we all want to change. We 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 all want to change in some form or fashion. We should be very, very happy with ourselves, but if we're experiencing some issues or challenges that we deem enough uh, of an effect on us to change, then we should. We should always strive to be our best. Now, there's a great ancient Chinese saying that says, what the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls a butterfly. So when. <laughs> love I, I love that one. I love that one. The change, the metamorphosis to something even greater. You can do that. You can do that, and you deserve it. I mean, we spoke in the first episode about the authentic self and the authentic path. Well, if you found that uh, from an early age, then bravo, I applaud you. It is the rarest of circumstances, but you know, God bless uh, the, the, the people who are able to accomplish that. But I'll go out on a limb to say, you know, sometimes we wake up and we say, well, how did I get here? And we talked about this in the first episode about losing your authentic uh, self. And if, you think about it when you're off the path or if you reflect on how other people, like you look at other people and you know, like, how did you do that? You know, some, some famous, some not. You know, well, sometimes all it is is a decision, a single decision, a single uh, choice. We've all heard it. Uh, that That one decision changed my life forever. Or that was the best decision I ever made. Um, you know, it's aw- awesome to have those secrets, uh, if you could, but you don't have to be in the pursuit of creating a billion dollar company and mega famous or solve global crisis to, to be able to change. Um, and, and that good advice can come from, from anywhere. Uh, and, and again, just be be happy. That's the only change you need to make. The change towards happiness is the biggest goal. I mean, John Lennon, when he was five years old, is a famous story that his mother told him that happiness was the key to life. So he goes to school at five and he was asked what he wanted to be when he grew up. And he wrote down on the paper, happy. And they told him they didn't understand. He didn't understand the question <laughs> or the assignment. And he said they didn't understand life because <sighs> of what his mother instilled in him. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, we we sometimes, often times, confuse pleasure with happiness. They're very they're two distinctly different things. Oh. Pleasure is. You know, pleasure is metabolized. It's it's used up. It's processed quickly. And the more you get, the more you want. And it in itself could be addictive and damaging. Uh, it could also be a coping mechanism and a crutch to compensate for some trauma. But but happiness isn't based on things. It's it's the assurance in whatever you have when you have it is quite good enough. If you could be genuine in that perspective, then you're the richest of rich. Mm-hmm. You're the wealthiest of wealthy. You have everything. So I think happiness is, is really the ultimate goal in life. Really. It comes down to kind of comes down to that. What do you think um, yes. of happiness as being uh, yeah. You know a primary goal when I mean, you do when you wash it all away yeah. you wash everything away
0: you are spot be on. because you know your goals of a title or money or property whatever it is that isn't happiness and happiness really is our you know our greatest goal i mean I can't imagine anything being worth more than that.
1: Again, it comes down to, gosh, uh, the fleetingness of of life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah
1: you can't you can't wait to be happy, right? You can't wait. Uh, there's there's never a right time for anything. never a right time to get married, buy a house, have a child. There's never... I think we, we get uh, addicted to perfectionism. Yeah. That everything has to be for perfect before we even begin to think changing. Yeah. I have to have everything in order before I even I die will be there. happy
0: when? Am I happy? Am I almost happy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, I think, you know, we, we spoke about meditation. I think visualization is incredibly powerful and if you could crack that code and develop habits of visualization uh of where you feel where you want to be where you know you deserve to be um i think every every person who has a level of success uses visualization and really believes that they will uh, ascend to their goals and that's that's a law of attraction Uh, that's a frequency thing that's an energy thing I strongly believe that what you put out you get back and um, you know just believe and be courageous that you deserve abundance Mm -hmm. don't lower your expectations to keep safe and protected that's a failure mindset and it's also self-fulfilling you now stop telling yourself negative stories. If you think you can or you can't, you're right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: stress doesn't come from facts; it comes from the meaning you give the facts. So condition your mind to take control. Um, it's it's so it's so deceivingly easy, yet you have to work at it. And, uh, but that's okay. You know, time is passing anyway, if you're lucky enough, right. Um, it's passing anyway. So why not use it to do good things for yourself? You know, you have to, you have to value yourself at least to a point where you, you consider yourself a priority because if you're not healthy, how can you be healthy and able for other people in your life it's really a selfless behavior to be a little selfish for yourself um you need to be optimal to support your life and your loved ones so don't not try and um and treat yourself right and do your meditation and be physical and get your body to a point where not aesthetically but being fit. You want to enter later life uh with 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 strength and vitality. Um be patient and, and dream big. This is a one time show for us as far as I know. <laughs> Get out of your comfort zone because nothing happens nothing happens uh of of most any worth in your comfort zone. You know, have faith and attract the inevitable positive outcomes by believing with all that you are doing. That is a superpower. And you could feel that it's, I don't know, already happened. You tap into that stream, that stream of infinite abundance, and it will deliver. It will deliver. Don't worry about holding on to hope. This is something that I very strongly believe in. Hope versus faith. You know, I heard a great saying that hope is a beggar. Hope walks across the burning coals, and faith leaps over them. I say dump the limiting beliefs. They're not true. Be kind to yourself. Have faith that things will work out. Steve Jobs said in his commencement speech to Stanford's graduating class that you can't connect the dots looking forward. You could only connect them looking back and to see that journey and those dots that made sense only in retrospect, but looking forward is impossible. That's where your faith comes in. Now, you can't predict each part of the plan, but. Mm -hmm you can believe lessons are disguised sometimes as pain. And if we don't recognize them, they'll keep showing up till we do. So if you can recall the worry or bad feelings about each painful step on your personal journey, but somehow are grateful now, because you see they were all dots to be connected, then why wait? How about this? Think about that why wait to be grateful be grateful now for those things to come that will challenge you be grateful for a little bit of pain because nothing happens in your comfort zone so be grateful regardless and those positive emotions uh, will manifest things you can only dream about
0: so I love it that is just so beautiful Rob Powerful words. I love it. Gosh, I, I could talk to you for hours. Before we go, will you share everyone with everyone your contact information?
1: Oh sure. Thank you. Um, my name Rob Leonetti. One word is usually where you could find me on the internet. Uh, R O B L E O N E T T I. Um, that is my website, roblianetti.com. No need to put the www in. Just put it in your uh, search bar. It will come up. At Rob Lianetti on Instagram. And roblianetti92 at Gmail. Because apparently there was a Rob Lianetti already taken.
0: <laughs> oh, this is so fantastic. You're, you're going to have to be on the show again. Because it, you just have so much great stuff to share rob i'm so
1: grateful always so fun thank you so much for uh, our twofer our two shows it's yes. more than a pleasure i, I hope it. to see you again
0: i love it oh thank you everyone love hugs and blessings rob love hugs and blessings bye Hello everyone, Paula Vale here, host of Finding Your Joy. Are you looking to open that beautiful door to Reiki energy healing? It is just absolutely life-changing. I have been a Reiki teacher practitioner for many years. I'm so honored to help others learn that beautiful modality, also helping practitioners rise to a higher level of training. If you would like more information about my classes, check out www.wellnessinspired.com.